brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving, your host for Loving That Sports Talk. And like I said, always having a great show when you get somebody on the show that you grew up with in Chicago and played with you at the University of Wyoming. My guest today is Dwight Driver. You there, Dwight? Good to have you on, D. D. Driver. Thanks, man. ain't nothing changed. We're still the same, right? Do what we do, right? That's what we do. <laughs> well, I want to let the listeners know, finally good to catch up with Dwight. Dwight had a stellar career at the University of Wyoming. Um, I wasn't planned that, Dwight. You know, it was, uh, I'll say it was one of the best of my life. You know, I had the opportunity to go to school, local schools. You know, just going out west and getting a chance to experience a different atmosphere, a different part of the country. You know, and I look back up and change nothing. Just probably would have did it a lot. Although a lot of people always say when we came from Chicago to Wyoming, it could be a big culture shock and change. Was it that way when you first got there? No. You know, it, it wasn't at all. And, you know, I took a little, I took a, a detour before uh, not the Wyoming. I went down, down to Kansas. It was called Butler County Community. It was down in El Dorado, Kansas. And then, so for me, you know, it was do what you do. Do what you got to do. So it wasn't really that bad of a culture shock. I mean, we got snow. They get snow, you know. The only thing is, I or in May. And it's out and it's about seven degrees and it might snow. You know? You know the way when I can say the snow, that the snow that ain't nothing bad, you know. Somehow it's different from Kansas to Wyoming. What's that? Something different from Kansas to Wyoming. The difference more snow, bro. <laughs> down in Kansas, it wasn't it? You know, Kansas was probably, it, it, was, it was just about like it was here, you know, as far as the weather and the seasons. They get the four seasons just like we get the four seasons, you know, in Chicago. For the most part, it was pretty much the same. The drink college was a little, road was a little, little different. You know, just look at it as a step up from high school, but it was about the same, you know, transition starts here to. To the so, right, was it a lot easier when you got to Wyoming? I mean, I don't know how it was with Kansas, but we got to Wyoming. There's a lot of guys that, you know, we grew up in Chicago was at Wyoming. Was that good to have, like, people you know there? Say that one more time. 
was that good as when you got to Wyoming? There was a lot of um, guys that was there that's from Chicago that you knew. Yeah, yeah, that was that. That was good because you know, you know some guys from from where you came from, you know, and you know, kind of reminiscent about some of the things that you know that you did. Living in, you know, a lot of guys, you know, like we, we grew up kind of around the same area, so, yeah, it was cool just, you know, have that experience with a lot of guys that, from your area that, you know, relate to what was going on with you, I mean, you know, what you did. It was right, though, before we get in, you know, it was bad that you could do the show with me, I know you're busy. But, you know, we get into, like, the players in college, you know, um, like, you know, the Johnny McPhail and the James Winston. You know, these kids are still young. When you're in college, you're supposed to have fun. Everybody's talking about they're supposed to be adults. Don't you still supposed to live your college life and, and have fun when you're in college? And that's what college is about, you know, and, and your parents. Parents tell you the same thing. Go to college. I tell everybody, all these kids, go to college, experience being a young man and young adult. Because after that, grow up. And, you know, everybody everybody was knocking Tiny Man's skull about, you know, what he was going through, you know, after he won the hospital. Like I tell all my friends, look back, not even just athletes, just grown-ups. You go back, and especially college kids, you go back to when you were 20. Because he was 20 when he won the hospital, right? Okay. You go back to college at 20 years old, with the Heisman Trophy, you tell me what your life would be. How you would, you know, you would, and everybody, they'll be the same way. And they can say what they want about him, you know, growing up, you know, but he's still a kid. Exactly. You said a good point. Why everybody keeps thinking you're supposed to be a man, but you're still a kid, no matter what. But isn't that a standard that you should set? Because, you know, when you're in the Heisman, they're looking at you different. You agree to that? To some degree, I do, and to some degree, I don't. I mean, you, you, the Heisman, I guess I'm putting that, the Heisman is a prestigious college award that gives me a few select. There's one a year that's considered the college football player of the year, so, okay, I, but you're talking about you, it's still kids. They're still kids. Yeah, I, I gotta disagree. I think I gotta disagree with you, the way, but, uh, but you still got to say, if I'm the husband and they're looking at me, I can't go into a Burger King and, and take soda and they tell me don't do it. You know what I'm saying? Those things you yeah, can't I, do. I mean, that, but that's anything, though. That's, that's even if you just, just, you know how it was, just being in the program. Have certain rules, ways to conduct yourself, and certain ways you're supposed to carry yourself. And it, it, it is what it is. But as far as some of the I think the biggest problem is that, you know, looking at Johnny Mandel, people saw who he was associated with, who he was around. What kind of example? Like, he got LeBron. Half the country don't like LeBron because he left Cleveland, but he didn't leave Cleveland. He left Cleveland because he didn't have a contract. I gave you seven years, so I'm gone. No? Yeah, but if he didn't win the Heisman, we wouldn't know who Johnny was going. What would we do, like? Yeah, just like Jameis Winston. Same thing with Jameis Winston. Last year, nobody knew who Jameis Winston was. Now, you know, with that whole situation with the Ravens. Before that, 
James Winston was an interesting question. We didn't, we didn't even know nothing about James Winston until this year. It's like, oh, well, why didn't this come out last year? It did come out last year. It came with the wall, made her, you know, other you know, whatever went down the same day that it happened. Just so, you know, things get shuffled around out there. I mean, as far as that. So, we didn't know who James was until he blew up on the same. I didn't know who I love college. I knew James Winston. Artists in Florida, but no one expected James Winston to do like to what he did. Just like next year, nobody will expect it. I, mean, I guarantee you, you can go through all the guys. You remember last year they were saying, "Oh, Jadavian Clowney is going to win the Heisman Trophy this year." Guess what, bro? This freshman is on the scene. So every year, there's going to be a next year. We can say what we want in Christmas, but I guarantee you, nobody can call the next Heisman Trophy winner for next year and the year on that because it's just you think. Yeah, well, I, I, I totally agree with you. I'm agreeing with you on that, but a little bit I'm not, because if you're in a situation, Dwight, and you see it, you tell me and you know people looking at you, you get out of that situation, right? I don't care what age you're in, right? Right. So so you tell me the mistakes that he made, it was okay because, you know, we that's what it was? Well, the only man tell me that whole go back and, and that it that whole drinking that, that that's what when everybody they just start digging and looking for stuff but the only real issue was when he went down the page and he was uh, with that that quarterback with him and they and all of that he got liquored up and everybody made a big tip out of that and mm-hmm. now they want to show who he's here at this baseball game and he's here and that but you, you He's at this baseball game. He's taking pictures with these celebrities. He's taking pictures with these stars. No, I just won the Heisman. So that's what he's supposed to do. And I get what you, I get what you're saying about yourself and serious in a, in a particular manner. At the same time, if he doesn't, if he tells people, no, I can't take it because uh, I have to take it for this, this, this particular image. Now, what is he? He's a jerk. So do we go? Do we go to what Derek Jeter? Did you see what Derek Jeter say? Anybody come to his house? You don't want no cell phones or nothing in his house. Is that what we going to the world today? That we can't take pictures of these? You know what I'm saying, Dwight? I get it, but I mean, you you, you got to play the game. You, you you're the Heisman Trophy. You got to take this picture, and, and you know it like I know it. It's a it's a it's a double edged sword because. I'm Tony Manziel, I'm a college football player, and Ron Jane wants to take a picture with me. You know, Gary Jeter wants to take a picture. I'm going to take a picture with them guys, and I didn't win the Heisman. I'm just the average Joe now. Right. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Adrian right. Peterson come up to take a picture. I want to take a picture. Yeah, I'm going to take a picture. So, you know, what, what do you... You just, you, you pick and you pick and choose? Do you pick and choose what you want to do with them? Or, what's suitable to society so it doesn't look like you're a bad person. Well, I mean, I mean, that's what they want, but, I mean, that's crazy. I mean, you can't sit there and you can't take a picture. That's what they're in the limelight for, right, Dwight? Right. But. So, I mean, we get these, like you say, you get these college kids out there doing what they're doing, somebody take a picture. 
they're like, wow, this guy is supposed to be a higher standard because they look at athletes as what role models, right, Dwayne? Right. So if you out there doing bad, how can you tell your kid, okay, what, what Johnny's doing and what Jane Winston, you know, uh, everybody said about the girl, but your other stuff came up about Burger King taking soda. So is that right for everybody to do, Dwayne? No, nah, that's not what I say. It goes back to that whole, you know how to conduct yourself because, for one, your mom and your daddy need you a certain way to conduct yourself a certain way a certain method. But you know, like I know, some of these guys, they think they can do what they want. I ain't a donor. I ain't this right. But, you know, and we've been to school with some guys. We've been to schools. We've been to school with some guys that have grown out of the program for what? Doing what they think they can do. And they know what's right and what's wrong. And yeah. you know, like I know, in all your years, in mine too, I know where doesn't have on the team for doing stuff that they know good and well that ain't right, and they do it anyway to you suffer the consequences for them. We're going to take a break. I don't know if your time. Are your time able to do a few more minutes here? Yeah, we can do a few more minutes. Okay. All right, well, what we're going to do, we take a break. We'll come back. Uh, I got some more questions about, you know, what we think about this um, bear and cutlet thing, so... This is James Love and Love and Sports Talk and my guest, D Driver, right, D? Yes, sir. <laughs> we'll be right back. Oh. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and move oh, on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Are you a Philly sports fan? Maybe you're local to Philly. Or you're a transplanted Philly fan. Either way, you want to check out 
Philly Sports Jabronis. It's a radio show that has nothing to do with Chicago sports. It's not about NYC, and L.A. can't even muster a football team with their own. It's all about Philly sports, and nothing but Philly sports most of the time. Join your hosts Mike Greger and Joe Dara every Friday at 7 p.m. Philly time, 4 p.m. on the West Coast for the Transplants on the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Love, your host of Loving That Sports Talk, and I'm back with my guest, D Driver. You that D? Yes, sir, I am. Dear, make it happen, Catherine. Before I get off Wyoming, you know, we've got to start talking about, you know, some things in the NFL. But, you know, when I went to Wyoming, it was it was pretty cool. I don't know how you is. I want to get your experience. You know, like I say, having the guys there, we grew up in Chicago. But it was a family when we were there. You know, I know you came after me, but you was there with Sean Wiggins. Yarb, you know, but it was really cool. I'm like a family. Did you feel like a family? Yeah, I did. But, but you know what? That's that. That's the whole team thing too. When you you get into, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people that you know they experienced in high school. You have some people that experienced in high school, but it, it's a little different, you know. And I noticed a difference because I, I went from high school to junior college to a major program, so. You you see the difference and and and, and you see that family connection because for one, you spend a whole lot of time with these guys. You know, whether it's in practice meetings, study tables, you know, on the road, you know, on the bus. You know, you you constantly spending time with them. You constantly interacting with these guys because hopefully, all y'all on the same page trying to accomplish one goal. So it's it's always about that goal. Whatever you're talking about, whatever you're doing, at the time when you're together outside of that, you know. It, 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 it's that goal. You, well, do, let me, you, that sense of, you do get that sense of family, you know, from being okay. around all this. Right. I mean, cut you off, but you said something that had a key to me that makes me um, think uh, that um, when you, when you say that family that code, remember the guy up in Miami? They said he broke the code coming out of um, the locker room telling what happened. Is that true, Dwight? You know what? It, it that's a tough one. That's a tough one because, and it's going to be tough because we weren't there. We don't know what else went on with Richie Cognito and and, and uh, what's the boys' name? Uh, 
now, but I look at it like this. Some people might might not look at it like I look at it. We don't really know what, for one, we don't really know what went on in that locker room, what was said to the team. But you both know we all joke around, we all have fun, but there is a line. There is a line. Now, once I tell you, hey, man, uh, I don't want to joke around with you like that anymore. Once I tell you that, I'm not going to tell you anything. You know, and it might be might be wrong. Some people might see it different than I do, but it's... Hello? Hello? You there, Dwight? He, he dropped, huh? Hey, we got, well, we got Theo Ratliff from the NBA. What's up, Theo? Yo, what's up, boy? Hey, good to have you on, T. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good to be on, man. What's going on? What you guys doing over there? Oh, not much. Call you late notice, but I want to let the guests know we got um, we dropped the other call, but we had Theo Ratliff from NBA Player. Um, Theo, we had the white on that was talking about Wyoming and when we were there and just having all these good friends and family. It felt like a family being there. How did you feel when you played there? Um, I felt the same. I mean, that's one of the main reasons why I even signed there, you know, getting to know the guys and having the opportunity to um, to come in. And and with with us being pretty much the dominant on the campus as, as far as on, on the athlete side between the football and the basketball, you know, we had to, we had to kind of band together. Because we were pretty much the only African Americans on the campus, so so it was you know so it was it was like a, a family, and then also coming from a small town, um, it didn't bother me going to uh, a small campus as far as uh, the the UW campus, you know. So I felt it would be some somewhere where I could go in and focus in on my education and focus in on on my craft as far as basketball and get. One hundred percent out of it. And is that why? I mean, what are the other schools that you had to pick from? Because I always tell kids, you know, when they taking uh, trying to pick a school, deal, you know, go where you're gonna play. Education first. Go where you think you're gonna play, and where you feel like you ain't gonna be lost in the crowd. You agree with that? Yeah, I agree with that. And I had that conversation with guys all the time because everybody, you know, they want to look at the Dukes and the the major university dudes, North Carolina and all the big schools that's going to recruit over top of them. And for me, I wasn't a well-known player coming out of high school. So I felt I would have an opportunity to be able to go and play in Wyoming. I mean, I had a couple of schools, different, different schools that were in that NCAAs that were trying to recruit me. But they were all, you know, I was second fiddle to them. You know, Wyoming was one of the schools that was really after me, and I really looked at what the roster looked like as far as the seniors and, and different things of that nature, and I felt that I would get a strong three years of being able to play basketball, which I love to do. And that was my main purpose is to be able to go to a college, get an education, and to be able to play and enjoy the game. And then if my talents – Warren needs to go to the next level, then 
so be it. But I would have the opportunity to just not be lost in the recruiting trail, you know, because a lot of times when you go to these bigger schools, they're recruiting the top players every year. And like I said, I wasn't even on the top 100 list that I know of, you know, coming out of high school. You know, so I wanted to make sure I go somewhere where I could be, I have the opportunity to develop, become a leader, become a, a main part of a team, and it worked out for me. Well, we got Dwight back on. Are you back on there, Dwight? Well, I guess we lost him. Yeah, again. you got me. Oh, okay. Do you agree with Theo said? I totally agree with Theo, and that was that was one of the main reasons that I went to Wyoming. Because you know, like I know, I went to a junior college, so I had already used up two years of eligibility. So, and I got recruited by some big schools. I got recruited by a couple of SEC schools, some Big Ten schools. But I had to go to a school. I only got two years to play ball, so I need to go to a program where I can play right now. And Wyoming was the best opportunity for me. Well, let me ask you guys this. You know, you can start Theo, then you Dwight. I mean, when you see how these kids go, there, I mean, man, like drive, you. man, drive. That's Dwight. What's yeah. up, Theo? <laughs> What's up, boy? Man, it's good to hear from you, bro. I know you've been getting yeah, my texts, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I was like, what is more crazy? I'm going to share some of them texts with love, too. <laughs> yeah, I got you. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Well, guys, yeah, go I ahead. Mean, yeah, go ahead. Love. <laughs> You got to be loud. Now, Theo and Dwight, me and Dwight talked about it earlier. You could talk, talk about Theo, then you jump in, Dwight. But we talk about, like, when you go to college, you have these kids that, you know, go all day, do some things, they get in a little trouble. They still are kids. And, like, you know, the Johnny Mattel, James Wilson, they still going to be college. And that's what you're supposed to have fun, right, Theo? You agree? Yeah, I definitely feel like you can have fun, but you, you still have to understand that you're in a position of, um, entertainment, and you are a big name wherever you go as far as in a, in a college, in a school, you're, you're the star. You know, you're, you're one, of the, one of the athletes out of the many students that's on TV that they're watching every week playing, so you're going to get scrutinized just like any other actor or, or anything else in Hollywood. I mean, it, it goes hand-in-hand, no matter if it's a small school or it's a big school or it's Hollywood or New York, wherever it is, you're going to always get the same scrutiny because you're a top dog on the campus. Yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah, so you gotta, so you got to understand that responsibility. Hey, I understand you want to have fun and everything, but your fun, you still got to understand your fun can only go so far. <laughs> And certain things, yeah, certain things you gonna you gonna get frowned upon, you know, if you if you do them. Well, Theo, the, me and Dwight, we kind of agree on this, but maybe you could help us out. You jump in, Dwight. That like when you were like you know the guys that win the Heisman, like you say, you won that bigger name. But when you become that bigger name, people look at you and everything you do. That I mean, you can't do nothing wrong. I mean, if you go. Oh, oh. And, you know, am I right, Theo? You still got to look at saying, oh, yeah. hey, I'm in that yeah, limelight. Right. I don't care because I'm 18 years old. Right, Theo? Yeah, and I mean, and that's just about, 
Yeah, who you who you surrounding your parents and and uh, your coaches and and them really trying to school you on on the different pitfalls that people have fallen through in the past. You know, because I think that you learn from a lot of other people's mistakes. Like I say you're a kid. You're gonna you're gonna do certain things, and and they're gonna like I say when you're at that level, they're gonna pick through everything like a fine tooth comb. Not a lot of that stuff you could have been at the school four or five years, but if if you're the top guy and you're getting national attention, you do they gonna dig up whatever it is that you've ever done. Right. They so a lot of stuff you chasing is stuff that happened in the past that you forgot about, everybody that forgot about, where you have people that go and bring it back up just because it puts them in the media. Because it's about selling. It's about selling media, selling advertising, making my show ratings and all that stuff. That, at the end of the day, that's all the news basically is about. The white. Totally agree, and I mean, it, it, like I said, it's, it's a double-edged sword too because you're still a kid, and right. you, 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 some of that stuff you you, you got to pick, and you got to you know the right, right, from wrong. But my whole argument is this with, with Johnny Mantell. Other than that, other than that situation with him and that little drinking incident, Peyton Manning's quarterback camp or whatever it was, what else did he do wrong? Right. You know what I'm but, saying? But like I said, they just try to make a big deal out of everything. I Every mean, even night. as far as the guy signing autographs or going to a game, he's the Heisman Trophy. He's the Heisman Trophy winner. It's social media nowadays. So everybody has access to major guys. Yeah. You know, if you're yeah. on top of your game, the top guys reach out to you. LeBron James right. reach out to you. Those guys reach out to you. So now you come to a game and you sitting. At the at the finals, now it becomes oh he's circumventing the system. He's getting privileges because a guy that's a top a top performer in the NBA or in the pros is reaching out to a top college guy. So now there got to be some some going on between that. Now it got to be an investigation and and every every single thing, even from signing the autographs, everything started to get looked at. Right, and it's, it's and it's wrong. And that's a lot of pressure for that's a lot of pressure for a young guy. That yeah. is, and that's like me and I have to try to fight through and figure out. And what me and Love were talking about before, Theo, you know, they tell you to go to college and, and enjoy college, and you know, enjoy your college life in young years or whatever. But man, right. it's like it's I guess a curse. You win a high school, you can't. Man, you gotta walk on the school boy for the rest of your life. You know, be right. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, that that's true, man. But, but like I said, it's a lot of a lot of things that's not told to the kids or really emphasized to kids when they do get scholarships and go to colleges. Because like I say it's it's several different young. Young men that's in college, junior college, that been transferred to different places that I speak to on a consistent basis, and I try to give them the rundown on how the system works. Because there's a system. If you do bad stuff, 
you don't get frowned upon, and you might lose your scholarship, you might get kicked off the team. So all the aspirations you thought about having as far as being a pro go out the window. So therefore, you need to not do certain things or sacrifice doing certain things in order to not get caught in situations. I mean, like I said, people are going to do what they do because that's how they they grew up and they want to have fun. But you need to have control of your situation. See, you, me you know, a lot of them that quick. end up in the wrong place at the wrong time. Dwight, help me out. Theo, let me argue with you for a minute. You said, you know, school. But back in the days, they didn't look at that, Theo. If you were a great player, they swept anything you did on the road. You could get in trouble. You agree with that, Theo, Dwight? Yeah, back in the day. Kinda, even today, back in the day, they did it, but then even today, they sweep a lot of things under the rug. You know? Yeah, and then you didn't have the social media. And that's, yeah. That's you didn't have, have social media like it is now, where anything and everything somebody do, they can end up on, they can end up on television. He <laughs> can yeah. definitely end up on the computer. But if it's big enough, they're going to end up on mainstream TV. Da-na-na. <laughs> yes, sir. You right. <laughs> so a lot of it, like I said, a lot of it is just about ratings and advertising and them and them getting the big story to increase what their company bottom line is. Theo, me and Dwight talked about, you can help me out, Dwight, too. Help me out, Dwight, with this with Theo. We talk about the locker room, what happens in the locker room, say you're a family. Don't you think some of that get to the media about somebody being mad or want to tell the media? You, you agree with that, Theo? The white? Man, listen, <laughs> man. <laughs> they don't like this. So nothing stay in the locker room. They always got people that's going to watch that they go to. I can't, I can't count how many times I'm playing with Allen Iverson. And we in the locker room, and, and we and we having, a, and if there's something going down, we we're coaching him and the team or what have you. And before we can leave the locker room, <laughs> it's out there, right? Even with negotiations like the collective bargaining agreement, before you leave out of the collective bargaining agreement, you can be sitting with the owners. Before you leave, it's a news reporter already reporting what's going on in the negotiations. <laughs> so, I mean, it's always, people are always trying to strategically put information out to influence what's going on. Because at the end of the day, everybody has their own agenda, what, they, what they're trying to accomplish at the end of the day. And by them putting what it is that they want out, they kind of give themselves give themselves the, the lead as far as in the conversation. The white, yeah. Well, Theo, the white. We all talked about that. We won't talk about this, but once you get to the pros and the NBA, the the, the um, NFL, you know. You're a man now. And then, like you say, stuff there in the locker room. And should you stand up to be a man, Theo? Like, you know, what happened with the guy in Miami? You know, Dwight was saying, you know, hey, what you say, Dwight? I said that 
we we all done been through it as far as I can't even call it hazing because whatever haze I don't know what haze means. We we you you, you paid your dues. That's what that's what I said we called it. It wasn't never nothing personal. It's just what went on. We don't know what went on in that locker room as far as Cognito and, and uh, I can't remember the boy's name, but like I said, we that's y'all know me. Now, if it's something that's being said or something that's being done to me and I don't like it, I think it's a disrespect to me. Now, now I'm going to put this team thing aside and I'm going to let you know you can't joke with me like that or me and you can't go down that road. And that's the last time I'm going to have this conversation with. Now, if they come up again, now we got problems. I'm a grown man just like you a grown man. And if I tell you, you know, pump your brakes, man. Leave, you know, you know, you don't need to cross that road with me on this situation. And if you keep doing it, you don't have a problem. I'm not. I'm not going to no. I'm not going to no coach. Because, like I say, we grown men. I'm not going to no coach. Coach, be picking on me. No, I'm gonna let you know. I, I, hey, bro, we don't get down like that. You come at me with it again, now we got problems. Some people might think I'm wrong for that and that I shouldn't, you know, approach it like that, but yes, I should. Because we like what I mean. Right, Dwight. And like we said, Theo, you know, I was a Philly, you know, I was a rookie. There's some things rookie had to do. And that was kind of yeah. like the Hayden, you know, grab the um, shoulder pads, carry around, you know. But isn't there a point that's too much is too much with the rookies, Theo? Bullet. Well, I mean, like I, I understand where Dwight coming from as far as standing up being a man, but at the, at the same time, I mean, people come from different walks of life, too, and, and he might not have that same mentality. And like I say, we don't know what went on as far as in totality of, of the whole situation, so it's hard to really kind of comment on it. But just from from my experience, I mean, with some of the different texts and different things that I've, I've heard of, it was, I mean, to me, it was just way overboard. I don't know if that's just how things go. But for me, that was just, it was overboard for me, for my taste. And exactly. I would step to the guy myself. You know, yeah. but, but everybody don't have that same mentality. So you got to, you, you just got to kind of look at the, the whole situation because if the team is sitting there and they're, they're saying it went like this and then this guy, he's, he's coming back saying that he's destroyed, he's mentally abused and, and all that, then now somebody need to be, you know, take accountability for that. You know, either he's lying or he uh, uh, he believes he's been mentally uh, abused by the guy and he had no, he didn't know how to Handle this situation without doing it the way he did it. Correct. You, you, Red, you gotta look at this too, man. It ain't like it ain't like a high school kid, like you say. You came from a small town, just hypothetically. I could understand that point by you being, you know, like a freshman straight out of high school and a senior at Wyoming was doing that to you. I get it. Are we talking about? 30-some-year-old grown men. I understand. <laughs> you know? I definitely understand. 
I hear you. It, 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 and this is the only reason why you never heard of it before. That's uh, the reason why you never heard of it before. He's man. Like, I mean, this is the first I ever heard of that. Right. <laughs> so, man. I mean, that, that's that's my whole thing. This, this is my first time ever hearing of something like that. Yeah, because we all we're you know, we to all, that point. We all got the business when, you know, when we when we first went to college, you know, we had to do the little, you know, the basketball. I don't know how y'all did it as far as the, um, you know, like the, the freshmen coming in or whatever. But, love, you remember when the freshmen came in, they had to get up in front of everybody and sing their high school songs, sing their oh, high yeah, school songs. Yeah, do all that. Yeah. Yeah. And you, Definitely. we had to carry, we, well, I didn't have to do it when I went to Wyoming because I was a junior. But we right. made the freshmen. We made the freshman running backs carry our shoulder pads back from uh back from the uh from two days. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, but, oh, but 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 the white I, from what from what they're saying, they went way above that one. Right. I mean, that's simple stuff. I mean, right. everybody had to do that. You had to grab their bags off the plane and and different yeah. stuff, carry other people back. I mean, that's simple stuff. But, but what I'm trying to understand we're talking about the media was a whole different level. Right, but what and that's what I was saying. What I'm trying to understand about that situation is that y'all grown men for one, and how's a grown man gonna let this go this far? Yeah, yeah. You well, let's, let's, let's sit back and think about Theo Dwight. If I'm coming in as a freshman, Dwight Theo, and you got a senior, and you want to make that team. You're going to do whatever they say. Am I right, guys? I mean, y'all not looking at it that that man probably was, you know, saying, I want to stay on this team, make his money. It's like in, in, in Wyoming, if a, if a senior tell you to do something, you'll do it. The, the well, target plan. He, right? he, he, he wasn't even a rookie no more, though. <laughs> With that, right. He wasn't a rookie no more. <laughs> he, he was at yeah, that stage. Yeah, he was... Look the stage, and we not in college no more. You, but you a grown man, and that's the yeah. You a grown man. Yeah, he passed that thing. Yeah, but you, come you, on, you Dwight Theo. If Michael Jordan was uh, was there, and you like playing, and you gonna listen to him do whatever, right? Because he's the older <laughs> guy. He got the you know name. Cognito had that name. But dog, you you not gonna you not gonna let nobody send you no know, text like that. Call you out your race like that? Not no grown man. Even in college, I'm not even. Going, hey, I tell you what. Prime example. My first year at Wyoming, I had an incident with a certain individual. I'm not gonna get to his name, but he he uh he had some rednecks in him. Okay, and we had a situation, and I fixed it. After that, we didn't have that situation anymore. Okay, that's right. in college. Okay, my first year up at Wyoming, I don't know nobody up there. But I, and the only person that I knew was the guys that was from around the area that I knew of from playing, from playing football. I had a situation with one of the guys when I first got to Wyoming, and it only happened at one time. And I think being in there, see what I'm saying? Now you're talking about a grown man. Y'all know just like I know right now. Let somebody come up to you, one of y'all right now with that situation. What you going You ain't going to let it slide. You ain't going to get on the phone and call your mom or your daddy and tell them that they picking from you. Yeah. Right? And I don't want to. Yeah. 
sound like I'm a, you know, just, you know, just want to just go straight wild and out on them, but I'm a man. And you don't respect me as a man. If you can't respect me, don't open your mouth toward me or say nothing. You know, just don't even, don't say nothing to me. Because there's going to be problems. Because you don't have respect for me, and I'm a man. For anything. Football player, athlete, whatever. And I'm going to ask you in a nice way. I'm going to ask you in a nice way first, love. All right. I'm going to ask you in a nice way. I'm going to be nice about it. But then, I, I said I can't be nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I, I agree with him as far as uh, the mentality that we have. It's not going to go down. No. It's just not going to happen. I mean, you're going to have to beat me, I'm going to beat you. Either way. No, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to sit back and take it. I'm going to defend myself because basically you're attacking me. And I'm not going to the coaches crying, talking about, and, and don't get me wrong. I mean, if it, and like I said, it's, it's, it's tough for us. We just be, I'm just speaking as how I would have handled it, given the situation. And, and a lot of that stuff, and y'all know it. I mean, the text and, and some of the things that he was saying, come on, man. Yeah, that's true. I totally agree, too. A man's a man. Guys, we only got two more minutes left of the show, but I want to get something from you guys. What was the best time that y'all had at Wyoming? Like one time. I remember mine was, Dwight, I think we was playing a pickup game, half acre. And I think I shot like three threes over Theo, you know, and made them. But, you know, we, we'll talk about that later. Oh, man, was when I, man, was when I dunked. He ain't going to tell nobody about when I dunked on him. Back then, I still had I still had hops back then. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Dwight, so both our times was over Theo, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boy, y'all need to stop. <laughs> and look, see how much better we done made him? We done went to the league and everything, and look at him now. <laughs> what, would you, what would you have done without us? <laughs> Boy, y'all need to stop. You owe us, right? <laughs> he owe us, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, uh, I'm guys, man. I really appreciate y'all being on the show. The white, the old man. Got to keep this woman connection together, man. Yes, sir. Always. Hey, before we get off, last one, y'all. Um, the white, Theo, What would y'all have advice y'all have for the younger kids out there that's coming up that's playing sports? You want to go first, the white? Yeah, I'll go first. My. Man, I would say the biggest thing is if 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 you're gonna do this sport, do this sport a hundred percent. Don't play with it. Don't shortchange it. If you're gonna do this sport, do it a hundred percent. Theo, I definitely agree with that. And um, if if you play in the sport. I definitely say it. You gotta dedicate yourself. Dedicate yourself one hundred percent to the craft and also understand and have fun. I mean, if you yeah. enjoy it, you can definitely have fun with it and it don't become 
practice. It don't become you having to force yourself to go out and do it. You know, uh, I think I give all my success to just loving basketball because even growing up as a youngster, 12, 13, I could just go out with the ball in the back of the yard or uh, on the, behind the school by myself and just shoot and play. And it wasn't even no intentions about, yeah, I'm trying to do this to try to get to the NBA. It was just about the love for the game. Well, guys, again, I'm going to thank y'all, um, the white deal, for being on the show, man. Oh, y'all. Oh, y'all big, man. Appreciate it. Hey, Dwight. Did you really dunk over Theo? What's that, man? Did you really dunk over Theo? Why are you stopping live? He ain't going to tell nobody, though. And look, why? 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 <laughs> the little girl was in the, the little girl was in the house taking pictures, and after yeah. it happened, she ran and tackled her and broke her yeah. camera. This is my this is my daughter, man. I'm about to go pick up. Uh, I'll let them. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Uh, thanks for another great show, guys. All right, talk to you later. All right, later. All right. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.